Google Pest Control Marketer Grow your business like never before Call 770-993-0004 well, Hello folks, this is Hal Coleman and Mike Stewart here together bringing you yet another episode of Pest Control Marketing.live and the Pest Control Marketing Podcast where you we share with you all kinds of strategies, tips, uh, ideas, some downright sneaky little secrets, all kinds of ways to help you go out tomorrow and start growing your business to get more new customers, uh, make more money and more trips to the bank. So isn't that true, Mike? Well, that's the goal. And, you know, you know, we got a lot of good information tonight that I'm excited about for a couple of reasons. Yeah, I got to ask you, what that? Why are you wearing the hat? Is, you mad about yeah. something? Again? Well, yeah, you know, when I'm wearing my hat, Mike, I'm trying to do it to keep the top of my head from blowing off. Because oh, well, and you must be pressure. mad about something. Mad about my, something. My, my blood pressure is up, and uh, I spent this week talking to a lot of people and uh, small pest control operators. Some one, a lot of one man operators, some two, three man operators, but. Uh, they they track me down, they watch this show, and they listen to our podcast, and they see my videos, they track you down, they watch your videos, and they decide, uh, I'm finally been following these guys for a couple or three years, and I want to call them, and I want to talk to them about growing my business, getting on that fast track they talk about. We call them, I spend an hour with them, I show them through my questionnaire all these different areas where there's a lot of low-hanging fruit for them where they're not you know some of them for instance i I put what percentage of your business comes from your website and they put like zero or or you know so they're really not uh not doing a lot of things they should be doing and then we talk about the program and we let them know about everything that we have to offer and uh they love what we do, but they just can't pull the trigger. They just can't move forward beyond thinking about things. They they can't implement the strategies. They're stuck. And, you know, they're Elmo. You hear me. We talk about Elmo a lot. Your subconscious mind, that's the driving force in everything that you do and every decision you make. Uh, and Elmo hates change. Elmo hates change. So if you just if if you decide you've been doing your business running it the same way for years, and now you want to make a change and go in a new direction, your subconscious mind freaks out because it's the it's a primitive organ. It's the our 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 reptilian brain we call it. It doesn't think; it just reacts, and it reacts to change in a negative way. Same way a lizard. When you walk around the house and there's a lizard sitting on a fence post and you come around the house and it runs around to the other side, it doesn't know what you are. It knows nothing about what you are, but it knows something changed. And when it changed, the reaction is to get away from it. So that's why you see uh, all these treadmills and Bowflex exercise machines and and you know, ski machines and all of these kind of things in people's basements over in the corner with potted plants hanging off of them. And they're using them for a clothes rack. And yeah, I had clothes racks. Yeah, you, you had one. Yeah, because what happened is, Mike, you 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 just uh, 
you decided consciously that you were going to make a change. But your Elmo, which is your subconscious, said, oh, no, you're not. And I'll see to it. And your subconscious will lie to you, trick you, deceive you, manipulate you, stab you in the back. It will do whatever it has to do to stop you from changing your pattern. So that's why I have my hat on is because you and I have helped a lot of people change their patterns and break free of that that thing that's blocking them. And uh, but it's it's hard to get through to people and, and you see the potential they have and you say, oh, wow. If this person could just do these two things it would it completely changed their business and you know most small business people have a dream of growing a business and spending 25 30 40 years working in business and growing it up to where one day somebody walks in and says i want to buy your business and i'll give you two million dollars or i'll give you three million dollars or i'll give you a million dollars for it and you say well i'm about ready to bow out so i'll take that three million dollars and i'll give you the business and now they 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 built a nice nest egg there a nice retirement but a lot of the vast majority of people that are one two three man operators stay that way for 30 40 years and then one day when they're ready to sell their business somebody gives them you know two hundred thousand dollars for it or whatever so that's what we help people do or what we want to help people do is break through those barriers of change and and be able to move forward and create that that wealth and that that very sellable business and that retirement so which which i'm going to go ahead and, and talk about our guest because that's what i'm excited about our guest today is somebody who has been there done that been in the pest control industry for many years, started his own company as, as a one-man operator. He has quintupled that business over the last few years. He has employees now and moving forward, he's very well known, especially uh, if, if, you're, if you're on Facebook in the pest control industry, you definitely know who this guy is. Uh, and he has quite a story to tell and i hope he's going to share some things with us today the one and only the legendary the bug doctor himself the the administrator and owner of pest cemetery i could go on and on the one and only jerry shepherd are you with us jerry i am thank you so much that was that for the introduction that was awesome um Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, I really appreciate it. And boy, a lot of things you said in the uh, intro there just hit home. Number one, I have a Chuck Norris workout machine (laughs) still. (laughs) So uh, yeah, Elmo got me there. Well, we we all do. I've got a I've got a treadmill over here in the corner, but but it would take me. It's probably fifteen feet away from me now. Take me twenty minutes to get to it if I had to because there's so much stuff there. But uh, you know, I've been following you for a few years. I think I remember one time you made a post and say, "Wow, we just got our thousandth member." Yes, sir. And and you have how many members now? Uh, right at 12,000. So That's amazing. Yeah, yeah real blessed. So I remember those days, and I've been following you and looking at you uh, all these years. And uh, 
it's been a, an amazing ride. I've met a lot of great people, including you and Mike. Um, you know, it's just uh, just something that's been really, really neat. I didn't intend for it to even be what it is. Uh, I thought I was going to sell clicks on my blog and get Google money. And yeah. who knows? <laughs> it just happened. Well, you 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 kind of heard my my introduction and yes, the the things I, I, I you're here, so I'm going to I'm going to take advantage of having you here and pull everything I can out of you for All our right. viewers and listeners. All right, so I'm going to squeeze you like a, a lemon here. Okay, so hold on. If you, were, <laughs> if, if you you know. Uh, Share with us, if you will, some of the struggles that you had when you started out got, that got you from a one-man operation to where you are now with, with employees and that you, that you know, because you do know, that, that multitudes of other PCOs and WCOs are struggling with the same things. And oh, yeah. They definitely are. Um, you know, I started out of necessity. I always like to start with a why. Why do you want to do something rather than a how? And the why for me was I was just getting kicked to the curb everywhere I went with just bad deals and these companies that were promising me the sun, the moon, and the stars. And I ended up in radio pickup trucks with half-broken equipment. And I knew there had to be something better. So I started into a franchise and... Uh, quickly rose up the ranks uh, and became the manager of North Central Florida and had 143 guys underneath me. And I didn't get anything extra for it. Uh, I just got, you know, the title, I guess. And soon learned there that I, that too was just a big, um, you know, um, scam. Uh, and that company, oh boy, they got shut down, feds investigated and all kinds of stuff. So we all scrambled like rats and I couldn't do anything else but start my own company. And so I was never a salesman per se. Uh, if you had an issue, I could rattle off the stats. I could rattle off what I do, uh, you know, all those things. And I was very good at that. Very good with people, always have been. So sales were not an issue, but the Elmo in me wouldn't let me get up and make that phone call or, uh, you know, get out and knock on doors a whole lot. Back then, you know, we didn't have the Internet and Yellow Pages were uh, astronomical. And it was I sometimes in the group see these guys and I, I know there's two sides to every coin. So I'll say this with just a, a little hint of that. They talk about how in, you know, three years, they're, they're rock stars. They're, you know, well over a million dollars approaching it. And it's amazing to me. That didn't happen with me. It took me well over six years just to get to about a hundred thousand dollars in my business. But once there, I realized I can't do all this and keep going where, you know, so I was very fortunate, found a very good friend of mine who didn't need the work, didn't need the money, but didn't want to sit around home and just enjoyed uh, pest control. So I trained him and he stayed with me for 15 years. And so that was my first employee. Uh, but we were still growing slower and, you know, slower. And I know, you know, some of my story. It wasn't until I decided to 
take the plunge and start buying out small companies and then transforming them into, um, uh, you know, something really viable and very, very profitable, that that's when my rocket ship took off Mm -hmm. and it was buying out small companies. Uh, I didn't do a lot of the traditional things uh, early on, the Google ads and things of that nature. And I didn't buy out a company every single year or even, you know, the most I did was two in a row uh, just last year within a month of each other. Um, But sometimes there's five years in between that. But I like to do that, grow with that. And then now we are starting to do some of the things that other companies have been doing, the Google ads and Facebook ads and things of that nature. So uh, we're branching out because we can see we're missing out on quite a few uh, things. Yeah. And uh, it uh, did you have the vision of growth when you first started out or were you just putting one foot in front of the other wondering where it was going to go? I had a vision how um, I really did. I, I really thought I was this great technician and I really truly um, think I was and am. But I, that didn't translate very well into being an owner. That didn't translate very well into making business decisions. And if it wasn't for my wife uh, working 12-hour shifts uh, all the time and weekends and whatnot, and uh, my little business was just, uh, you know, floating along there, uh, you know, we wouldn't have what we have. She really uh, stepped up to the plate, helped me on some big jobs that I sold here and there. Uh, so yes, I had a vision. I thought, you know, the the sun and the moon and the stars were mine, but my vision today is much more different, more based in reality. Uh, it's still in the millions, but you know, I'm getting to the twilight of my career and I want to enjoy the pontoon boat and fishing and my grandkids. And, um, I need to be a little rocket ship between now and, you know, the next eight, nine, 10 years. Um, and so, the vision I had back then was, yeah, I'm going to do a million dollars. But the reality was I wasn't doing what I needed to be doing. Yeah. And could you share with us some of the things that you weren't doing that you needed to be doing? Yeah. Number one, bite the bullet and do the yellow pages. That's what everybody was doing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, even if it was a quarter page ad uh, uh, or whatever, my best effort or or advertising was I did a flea market booth, believe it or not, for 14 bucks a week, every weekend, two days. And I sat there and I had a black widow in a jar. I had some termites in a fish tank and I ran a contest and uh, enter your name and no email. We didn't have email. Uh, your number to win an outside service. Well, I didn't say there was only one winner. Everybody won. Yeah, <laughs> so I and tell them they want a free outside service. And then while at their door, I would say, hey, I do um, inside pest control as well. And then we just continue the service. And I would get pretty good um, stuff with that. And so that did. That was one thing that really worked. But, um, you know, there was a book and maybe you remember it. It was a, a pest control man who he's still in Florida, I believe, and. Uh, he owned he, he, his company is his first name and he wrote a book for nine hundred dollars. And he, on the 
add, he's sitting in a condo smoking a cigar, pointing to another condo across the Indian Atlantic or whatever it was, and says, you can be here too. Order this book. And Hal, I came this close, I don't know how many times to ordering that. But he guaranteed that you would, you know, uh, get more revenue, et cetera, and all that. And one of the, you know, one of the guarantees was raise your prices. Well, that's a no brainer. <laughs> so, you know, it just, uh, it, I, is, it is once you realize it. Oh, I'm telling you, I, it works for us. We have done it um, substantially as of late. So, uh, gosh, other than that, I, you know, I ran my route. I, I let my guy go. He didn't sell very much. Um, we didn't do a whole lot of add-on services. And, um, you know, we just kind of went good, well. And every year I was growing ten, twenty, thirty thousand dollars, which was fine. Um, but that was about it until uh, the day came when I uh, purchased my first company. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're talking about the Yellow Pages. Uh, those were fun days, the glory days. You know, like to talk about the golden age of Hollywood. That was the golden age of pest control when the yeah. Yellow Pages was was it. You know, I saw your ad uh, description years ago. This is what you need in the Yellow Pages, and I was like, wow, okay. And it was like that full guarantee, and yes, we're taking yeah. care of it, and all that. Well, you know that that uh, the last year that I uh, I sold my business in uh, two thousand and seven. Okay. Uh, and so two thousand and seven was the last. No, two thousand eight, I guess, and that was the last year uh, that I was responsible for what wh- what we did. But I'd been in the Yellow Pages for eighteen years at that point. And the last couple of years that I was in the yellow pages, my yellow page bill was $72,000 a year. Wow. I think I remember you saying that. Yeah. How much I paid to be in the yellow pages. Right. I hear you. And I did everything the yellow page people told me to do, you know, well, I'm not getting enough business. Well, you need a bigger ad the next year. Well, I'm not getting enough business. Well, you need color. Well, I'm not getting enough business this year. Well, you need a bigger ad. Then you got a full page and a color ad. What more do I need? Well, you need a double page, double truck ad. So I had a double truck ad, two full pages of color. And uh, then I I, I ran into a guy named Larry Latimer. You may have heard me talk about him. Mike knew Mike and I did jingles for him back 40 years ago. We were writing and producing jingles for Larry Latimer. And Larry, was the smartest, best salesperson I ever met in my life. Larry was like Tony Robbins before Tony Robbins became Tony Robbins. Wow, okay. Larry was going around the country speaking on big stage, teaching people how to sell, going into companies, um, marketing and sales genius. And he just happened to be a, we became very close friends because we worked together over at Mike's studio. And uh, Larry began to introduce me to direct response marketing, and which is, different from brand marketing. You know, I go to these networking meetings and I hear these marketing people talking to small business owners saying, we'll brand you. And you, you can't brand anybody. Their, their business brand, you can give them a logo, but a logo is not a brand. You right. know, a brand is a story and, and your, your brand will develop 
whether you want it to or not, your brand is going to grow and bloom. And it may be that you're the greatest thing since, you know, Coca-Cola. Or it may be that you're a fly-by-night sh- shiftless rascal and people better get, you know, it's going to happen. Whether yes. you know, so, uh, but uh, Larry introduced me to direct response marketing, which basically is brand advertising, like to become a household word. You know, a lot of small business people think they're going to become a household yes, sir. word. And they're... they're that happens after about a hundred years and five hundred million dollars in advertising. Then you become a household word. But and you're long dead and gone. So <laughs> yeah, you and I don't long. have time to become a household word. Right. So so what we have to do is is figure out a way that if we spend a dollar on advertising today, we're going to get two dollars back by noon tomorrow. Right. So it's it's all these offers and and speaking to Elmo, knowing what those psychological buying response triggers are, and speaking to them, and having that person choose you over everybody else in the community for specific reasons, and for deals and deadlines and and special specials and referrals, and it's it's not any one big thing; it's a thousand little things. Yes, but. Uh, that just changed my life, you know, and it changed my business. And to the point that uh, basically to make a long story really short, I got so passionate about helping other people know what I had learned that I just sold my business and went into this full time. And that was 15 years ago, but uh, it's frustrating. It makes me have to put this hat on talking to other people who are in the same boat that I was in at one time and I struggled for many years. And if, if, if I had been around for myself when I was struggling through it, you know, I wouldn't have all this white hair. I tell you what, I'd be able to afford to go to a barber shop. I know. Right. Yeah. Where were you? I don't know. You were MIA. (laughs) Well, I tell you, you you brought a few things to mind here. You know, we did uh, uh, Orlando a few years back, and I've been implementing the things that you said in those in those uh, in that meeting. And I, since then, I put my face on my truck and yeah. my wife's face. And uh, there we are. We're like, you know, I don't know if you've ever seen that ice cream truck with a really old couple. Maybe they're regional. I don't know. But, you know, so I, I it's it's not a full color picture. It's black and white. But and then when you said story, something that just hit me is on my website. When you click in, I don't know why I just I have a blog post about my story about and it goes into depth of and I'll get six, seven, eight people a year. That's you know, and who knows how many more that go to my text. Um, they say I chose you because of your story. Yeah, oh, absolutely. So stories, stories. People love to hear stories. They watch TV all day to watch stories. If they're out in the, the in the hunting camp, they're sitting around campfire around the guys telling the stories. Uh, right. Jesus was a big was a storyteller. You know mm-hmm. the, uh, the the great politicians are great storytellers. So mm-hmm. we love stories. We can't get enough of stories. So when you're able to share yours, uh, 
I, I talked to an insurance guy several years ago. He was a one-man operator. He was really struggling in his insurance business. He was an independent agent. And and uh, we had a conversation, and he uh, he was in a – well, this was actually when I had my pest control business, so I guess it's been 15, at least 15 years ago now. Time flies. But uh, he said, you know, the reason I sell life insurance, he said, I just uh, – I think I asked him, if, you, if you're struggling, why, why do you do this? He said, well, you know, when I was a kid, he said, my dad died suddenly. And he didn't have a, any life insurance. And he said, my mother, uh, he said, we, we lost everything we had. We had to go live with my grandmother. And because my dad was the breadwinner. And uh, and he said it, it was horrible. He said for years it was it was horrible. We had nothing. He said, and I never forgot those. And I and I, I just want other people to have life insurance so they don't ever have to go through what I went through. And I said, do your clients know this about you? And he said, well, no. Why would they want to know that? <laughs> I'm sitting there, you know, almost in tears listening right. to this guy. I said, oh, my gosh, it's one of the most compelling stories I've ever heard. I said, that needs to be in your sales. Every sales presentation you make for the rest of your life needs to be centered around that story. That's the why, you know, that you mentioned earlier. That's the why he does it, because he he's been there, done that. And, and it, it, it was oh. so terrible for him. But uh, having your story. Uh, on your website is, is uh, you know, I try to tell all my clients to do that. You're the name in the face of your company. You remember mm-hmm. when Lee Iacocca took over Ford? And yeah. he walked, he walked, that was the first time a, a CEO of a big corporation like that had ever put himself on camera to the public. And he, he walked, if you remember the commercials, he came walking out from around his desk and he said, I'm Lee Iacocca. Uh, and, and president of Chrysler. And he, he talked a little bit about the, his story just briefly, but then, and then he said, so, you know, he talked about Chrysler and he said in the history of Chrysler, and he said, and I love this line too. It's one of the best ones. He said, bottom line said, if you can find a better car, buy it. Oh, wow. You remember that? Yes, I do. Find a better car, buy it. Wow. And, 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 and so it just, uh, and you know, uh, Harlan Sanders did that with Kentucky Pride Chicken, Dave Thomas, Earl yeah. Scheib. You remember Earl Scheib? I'll paint any car for $99.95. Okay. okay. And, yeah. uh, there's just so many stories. Uh, George Zimmer with Men's Warehouse. Uh, there's so many oh, stories yeah. of people who allow themselves to become the name and face of their company. And now people are doing business with that person. They're not doing business with a lifeless, soulless entity, corporate entity. Correct. They're giving their money to somebody they know, love and trust. And that's the beauty of video. See on the internet. Now you can, you can do that for free on YouTube and Facebook. You become the living heartbeat of your own company and people love you and you, you give them great information to share, share with them. And, and it's this, that's just the key to riches. It really is. I hear you. And, and I'm, I love it that you have your, your face 
you and your wife both on the side of your truck. I mean, she wasn't real happy with it, but uh, it's a good picture (laughs) (laughs) of of me. I'm very unphotogenic. She's very photogenic, but yeah, it's a good one. And uh, so she's happy with it now. And all our trucks have it. It's in our advertising. And I just think it's important. And I learned that in Orlando from you and the Lee Iacocca story. And I thought, well, it. And I was in the middle of rebranding everything because I had old, worn, tired stuff and uh, just decided to do it. And it's been very well received. Good. Uh, I'm sure. And is your face on your business card, your picture? I have my picture on the back of the business card of me in action. Yes. I learned that from you as well. It's a corny little picture. Next time I get them. Uh, I'm going to change it. But uh, anyhow, it's it, there it is. And people are like, oh, and, you know, Vista Print nowadays just said, did you want to do that? I, and I don't even know if I paid any extra to have that done. Yeah. Yeah. I, I put Tom Cruise's picture on mine and said Hal Coleman underneath. It got me a lot of business. Or something. <laughs> hey, come why did I think of that? Oh, that's why you're oh, the guru. God. Well, tell tell the people what you have available on Pest Cemetery and, and the, the opportunities there. Thank you. Thank you. Help. I'll take a second and do that, and then we'll get back to helping some folks. Of course, we have the Facebook group, PestCemetery.com, and we have the owners group. It's just for owners, and it's an awesome uh, group where it's only got about a 1,000 members, but they didn't want to have the technicians in the tech in the conversation. So I have those two groups running, but I have now um, inspired by my son, mostly a training site called pestcemeterypro.com. And it's how it's videos. And uh, you know, me just really out there in the field where I can um, taking videos of ghost dance and, and, you know, what we're doing for, you know, a bait and switch program or, you know, we got the B&G that we have to fix in the middle of the day. How are we going to fix it? Because nobody teaches us this stuff. Mm-hmm. The, the, the manager gets a call and says, figure it out or traipses on out there and maybe shows them. So these videos are uh, along those lines. But I have, oh, gosh, world renowned entomologists on there that do their classes and the webinars and stuff. And uh, it's just a really I'm very proud of it. It's it's uh, a great training site where people can come. It's a subscription site. So uh, you have a 14 day free trial at cemeterypro.com. Come in, check it out. And, uh, you know, we have two for one specials, three for five. I can do just about anything for multi uh, uh, people with a lot of techs. Mm-hmm. But I find it and my heart has always been for number one, the technician. But then when I turned around and became an owner, much like what our discussion is tonight, my heart and soul is for that single operator, the one man, the two man operation. And not to your level in any way. And I, I don't do any coaching at all, but I, I teach on my struggle. I tell my story and how I got through it in videos and hopefully help the small owner get through it. And, you know, they got to, you know, got, go out there and figure it out, but um, maybe I give them a little leg up in that regard. So yeah. thank you for allowing me to share that. Oh yeah. It's great. And, and I don't think I'm a, 
Would, would I qualify as an owner to be in that thousand group of owners? Well, you'd have to go and ask. I don't run that group. As you know, I'm super busy with the Pest Cemetery, so okay. I have a couple other admin, and I leave it completely in their hands. Well, I want to go check that out. Because yeah, do so. It's I, I was an owner for 18 years. Yeah, well, we have retired owners in there, so I don't yeah. think that's a problem. Um, so, uh, But it's owners ex- Pest Cemetery owners exclusive. On Facebook, just okay. write that down and check it out. And I will write that down. Yeah, and I'll uh, put in a plug for you. But <laughs> with that hat, I don't know if you're going to make it in. <laughs> well, you know, uh, if I get in, I won't need this hat. No, okay, okay, I got you. But uh, I just wrote that down. I'm going to check there that out. Yeah, but, check uh, it out. And we've got—I've got an event, Mike and I do that's coming up, and. I hope you're going to attend. And I am. This will be the fifth year we've done this. We did it at the Embassy Suites down by the airport in Atlanta for the first three years. And then last year, because of COVID, we went online with it. And it was great. So COVID's still around. And we found that, you know, doing it online, uh, it's, it's instead of a two-day event now, it's a one-day event because we, we don't have all the meals and dinners and things involved with it. People don't have to travel. They don't have to get a hotel room. They don't have to be away from the office. Uh, and that's coming up on February the 26th. And uh, uh, they can actually, if, if anybody in Pest Cemetery or anybody listening can can sign up right through Pest Cemetery, can't they? Yeah, they sure can. I appreciate that. I forgot about that because um, you uh, made a special link for them yep. to come and sign up. And uh, it's a great Great learning tool. If anybody wants to get in, uh, you know, I had the pleasure of Hal Coleman Live, which was awesome. And that, uh, and you know, I still get comments to this day from some of the people that were in there about the things that they are still implementing. So, you know, that was five, six years ago. It, it was a lot of fun. We need to do that again someday. That would be fun. All this COVID nonsense. But um, I don't know if uh, Mike has the, the uh, oh, there it is. The link. So just click on that and I have it up in the. Oh, and did you not say that it also you don't have to be there? Like if you're traveling. Oh, yeah, you don't. It's a one day event. It's from I think from nine till six on Saturday. But you don't actually have to be there if you if you register for it before February 26th, then and you can't and you don't want to attend. You It's all recorded live. So you're going to get the full okay. replay. And you're going to get the replay of last year and the year before that and the year before that. What? Oh, so you're yeah. going to get a total of about uh, one, two, three, four. It's over 40 hours of content in there now. Hours, wow. about, six, about five days, six days worth of of material that you're wow, going to get. Wow, that, that I did not know. That's less than 100 great. Bucks. It's less than 100 bucks for all of it. So uh, That's awesome. And we always offer on a, on everything that we do an unconditional money back guarantee. If you get the stuff and you listen to all of it and you decide it wasn't worth what you paid for it, all you have to do is notify us and we'll promptly and politely give you a complete refund of every penny. So, so can't beat it. No, you can't beat it. And with that added bonus, which I was not aware of, that makes it just that much more sweet. So yeah. very, very cool. And it applies to any business. You know, we have had people come to it that uh, uh, my I'm, all all of my 
followers are in the pest control industry, but Mike has, has been around. He's got customers, all, I mean, clients and on his mailing list all over the world. And we've had attorneys, chiropractors, travel agents, uh, health food experts, people from a lot of different industries, mm -hmm. as I have too. I have, uh, all my clients are not in pest control, but about 90% of them are. But what we teach applies to, you know, if you're a dog groomer or an attorney or a, a real estate agent or a landscaper, it doesn't matter. All of this stuff applies. Yeah. I think dog groomer and attorney might be really related. I know. I don't. <laughs> yeah, you just, you know, don't ever go to a, to a, uh, take your dog to a, a veterinarian. That's, the sign says veterinarian and taxidermist. <laughs> you know, yeah, that's not good. Not a good place to take it. Not good. Not good. Yeah. Well, also, I'm looking forward to it. The 26th. Yeah, absolutely, Jerry. I, we can't tell you how much we appreciate uh, you you being on here today. And uh, I want to make clear to folks, uh, you know, that are uh, fans of Jerry, go to nextlevelpcomarketing.com forward slash for pet cemetery um and you know join us and, and there's there's one thing about being there live on the saturday we get a chance to interact ask questions we have a a networking a virtual networking happy hour um and you know so you don't have to be there but you know uh for my history jerry i when i network and met and made friends with other people mm -hmm. at events um you know, it just really opens up a whole lot of doors. I was talking to it one does. of our coaching clients today and he's good friends with somebody he met last year virtually in Philadelphia. And now they're, they're masterminding all the time and asking nice. questions. And, you know, I, I got a question for you, Jerry, because, yes. you know, uh, Hal calls me Mr. Online and he's Mr. Offline. Uh, the truth is, is I'm the guy who, when it get, breaks on the internet, I get to fix it. That's all that means. Okay. All right. <laughs> but, uh, you know, you you have the kind of the history Hal had. I was I was friends and working with Hal back in the days when he was writing his yellow page ads that were making right. When, but you know, one of the things I want to give you kudos to building that Facebook group and building your online presence. Um, tell tell some people because one of the things I you know the the subject of today was the frustrations. Here's what you need to do, and. Let's see how you do in 30 days. And then you get there and they go, well, I didn't do anything. And it's right. like, you go, well, you, you know, you're going to end up quitting and you're going to blame me, which is really, yes. well, that makes me want to put my hat on and keep my I hat know. on. Yes. Uh, but what did you do? How did you transition over into the online world? I mean, to build a Facebook group with that many professionals, kudos to you, man. I, well, you know, I, I talk to, to PCOs and I say, you know, uh, what are you doing with your Google My Business? What are you doing with your YouTube channel? What are you doing with your Facebook business page? And they're going, well, I don't have one. <laughs> I hired some marketing guy to make it happen, and I don't know if he might have done it. So t well, tell me a little bit of your online world before we – because you know what? We've uh, gone 40 minutes. We probably can't go a whole lot longer to take up – I'll make this quick. It, it started out with my blog. I started writing. Uh, my son, my youngest son, named the blog Pest Cemetery, which I had never heard that word put together <laughs> like that ever. And I started out writing, and I was very nervous. I didn't know if my peers would like my writing or, you know, maybe I'm wrong in, in the Internet. Oh, it's, you know, you make one wrong mistake and you get an avalanche of criticism. But I got 
good response. And then, you know, fast forward, I got 100 members, I got 200 members. I found that the group didn't provide the clicks I wanted, a couple here and there. And I, I got a nice check from Google once in a blue moon. But I found out I was helping people. They were like, all of a sudden, they're asking questions. And what did you do for this? And I remembered back when I was struggling and or someone else in the group would say, oh, I would do it this way. And then it snowballed and it snowballed. And I encouraged that and fostered that. Um, I lived, ate and drank that group for 10 straight years. Wow. Um, I mean, it, it, I'd be on vacation. Renee, my wife is like, Pest Cemetery, Yes, dear. Um, you know, and it was at one point I was doing 70 or 80 messenger messages per day. A lot of it was just, hey, how are you or this or that. Some of it was crying. Some of it was business problems. And if I couldn't help, I knew I could steer them to maybe someone I thought maybe could help. And a lot of times that worked out very well. Um, and it just... You know, I don't want to say I'm, you know, a Mother Teresa or anything, but I wanted to help. It's always been my heart. I was going to start uh, instead of Pest Cemetery Pro. I had a program started years ago called SOS, uh, Single Operator Success Program. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, so Pro took over on that. And all my stuff that I had in there was in Pro now. But it's always been the single operator. So today's topic with Hal and the frustration, um, I definitely see that as well because I get phone calls, not as many as you probably, uh, I'm sure. But how do I do this? Or a text during the day. All the locals know me. All the locals are like, is this a termite? And I'm like, yes, it's a termite, uh, you know, or whatever. And so I'm just, I don't know why, but it's just something that, gives me great joy is to help people out. And the group uh, has been a, a very good blessing to allow me to do that in a grand scale. And it's grown quite big. And I think that has a lot to do with it. You know, I heard something, Hal, that everybody, I heard something that he said that I want to really bring focus to. I worked on this thing for 10 years consistently to the point where I was doing 70 things a day, folks, you know, I get what frustrates me is somebody does something for, for two months and they're, they're going, well, it's not working yet. It's not working yet. Right. right. You know? And then, and, and so I just admire your tenacity. I admire the, uh, you, you being a friend, you know, I heard, uh, I think it was Dan Kennedy said years ago, he said, there isn't competition. There's only cooperation. And I thank you for being so cooperative with, uh, you know, not looking at what we're doing. I think we can complement each other. And that's why we wanted you. We want people to know about you. And I appreciate yeah. you sharing us with others. So with that, Hal, why don't you close out here a little bit? All right, I will. And listen, anybody who is interested in uh, uh, finding out more about what Jerry has to offer and how he can help you and your technicians, uh, you can just uh, go to PestCemeteryPro.com. Right. Is that right? Pistol. That's it. That's and, it. And uh, your your contact information is there. Everything's uh, there. Yes. And uh, you'll 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 get them get them straightened out and in the right direction. And Mike and I are a little more bold because we're going to get about our phone numbers here. I was going to say, yeah, you're much more bold than me. Uh, but but if you want to talk to Mike or if you want to talk to me, uh, I'll I'll be glad to spend an hour with you. Well, I'll fill, send you a questionnaire to fill out. And uh, take you a few minutes. It's about a dozen questions, but that way, 
and I'm talking to the listeners now, when uh, you uh, uh, when we spend our hour together, I won't have to spend that hour asking you all these questions. I'll already know the answers to them. I'll have already gone over them and made some notes. I'll have some good direction for you. I'll have some low-hanging fruit identified for you, hopefully, and you'll go away with a, a, a great perspective on uh, how to move forward, and it won't cost you a penny, and there's no obligation. So you can give me a call, 770-993-0004. You can email me, halalcoleman.com. And Mike, uh, don't you do kind of the same thing I do there? Absolutely. I, I, I give out my phone number. It's my cell phone, 770-826-3662. I love talking to business owners that want to take action. And, uh, and that's what, you know, that's where we get the success. Uh, you know, I, 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 one of the jokes I tell people, Jerry, as I say, I will, would you like me to give you $10,000 tomorrow? I've had nobody say no. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to eat and, and exercise for me and make me 50 pounds lighter by five o'clock tomorrow afternoon. Now I'll give you 10 grand. It's a, it's a guarantee. I love I it. That's that, what I, want. I can make you 50 pounds lighter with a chainsaw, but you wouldn't like the way you felt after that. Oh boy. Yeah. You'll need 50,000 in mail money there, but I love that. That's, a, that's an awesome. Uh... And, 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 and I say, you understand, I can tell you what to do. Hal can tell you what to do. Jerry can tell you what to do. But my gosh, you got to meet us halfway. And that's yes. what today was about, was the frustration uh, that makes me want to put a hat on is, I tell you what to do. You won't do it. And then it's my fault. It didn't work. Yeah, isn't that, that we can, we, you know, you got to really be objective and listen to it. So how, man, Jerry, will you come back again sometime? I would be more than honored. This was a lot of fun and look forward to the 26th for the uh, marketing day. And um, I'll see you on the cemetery. Folks, <laughs> right. Yeah, this is Hal Coleman and Mike Stewart and our guest, Jerry Shepard. We appreciate you tuning in to this episode of Pest Control Marketing Live and the Pest Control Marketing Podcast. We'll see you next time. Hal Coleman has been active in the pest control industry for over 40 years, including owning and operating his own successful pest control business for 18 years. He now devotes his time to helping other PCOs and other WCOs double, triple, and even quadruple their businesses faster than they ever imagined. Be sure to check out his website, PestControlMarketer.com. For more information about Hal's coaching program, you can reach him at 770-993-0004 or email him Hal at HalColeman.com. Mike Stewart is known as the Internet Audio and Video Guy. Since the birth of the Internet, Mike has been showing small business owners how to get more new customers, increase their sales, and grow their businesses online using audio and video, now with iPhones and Android phones. For more information about Mike's coaching program and his online training courses, visit MikeStewartCoaching.com or email him, Mike, at InternetAudioGuide.com. Google Pest Control Marketer. Grow your business like never before. Call 770-993-0004.